Hello, everybody. My name is Michael, and this is the Loftus Party Podcast. Thanks for being here. Okay, lots of doings going on. Good news? Got my watch back. How about that? That was a little bit of drama. Bad news? The midterms didn't quite go as planned. <laughs> but now I know exactly what time it is when the midterms don't go as... Listen, uh... We're going to talk about the midterms today. We have to. It's the uh, it's this the the nine hundred pound gorilla in the room. It's the nine hundred pound uh, elephant in the room. It's the nine hundred pound wackadoodle in the room. We'll break it down. I'm going to give you my thoughts. I have not really uh, shared my thoughts on any other platforms, but I'm going to do it here because what I'm seeing uh, uh, it pisses me off. And this is a great this is a great place to vent that. This is a great place to vent that. So coming up on the show. Looking at my notes, because I'm a professional. Uh, we're going to talk about the midterms, and we're going to talk uh, a little bit about Arizona and voting and uh, Kevin McCarthy and saving democracy. It's going to be a little bit of that. And then we got to get into some uh, entertainment stuff, some sh- some show business stuff. There's a phenomenal little rumor going around about rings of power, and I want it to be true. Uh, we're going to be talking about Twitter. And the blue check mark. One of you guys uh, asked me on Twitter uh, if I was going to get a blue check. And so I thought we would go there. Ooh, and also some video game news. God of War. Okay, so. Let us begin. Oh, and a little update. A little update. Uh, the song, uh, These Are the Things I Hate. I think that that might have a place in the act. That might be... It might have legs, as they say. These are the things I hate. These are the things I hate. These are the things I hate. But I don't hate you. Maybe just a couple of your Brussels sprouts and vitamins and bullshit on TV. I've got a whole list of things that are irritating to me. These are the things I hate. See, you can just put anything in there. I made that one part up. Okay. Ooh, and then listening to last week's show, I realized I never complained about the dude on Twitter. I, I, I really pumped that up at the beginning of the show. And I'm like, holy crap, I never paid that off. Here's what it was. So I just don't want to forget. And then we'll get into midterm stuff. So as I do. As I am wont to do, because I do have a plan, and I and I don't care that people don't understand it. Whatever. Um, I like the booties. I like the booties. I like the titties. I like the girls. <laughs> so uh, I always post stuff. I do like uh, Tata Tuesdays, where I try to. Uh, it, it's either got to be amusing or spectacular. Side boobs, ladies. Side boob tattoos. I'm going to endorse that. I'm going to endorse that. And you're like, is this the tramp stamp? No, it's not like a tramp stamp. Side boob tattoo. You decide who gets to see that. (laughs) All right. So Tuesdays is about the titties. And then uh, Saturdays, you know, I do a a Saturday booty. And it's never like in, in like poor taste. It's never like pornographic. So, oh, saints preserve us. So some dude who uh, follows me on Twitter 
is like, uh, he made some little remark like, uh, I expected better or something like that. This is lowbrow. This is too Howard Stern. Then dude, keep scrolling. Here's an idea. Uh, uh, go fuck yourself. Like, like left two comments, left two comments. I think you protest too much. And what's the matter with you? You don't like, you don't like, uh, you don't like a booty. You don't like a, just like, and how is it too Howard Stern? Isn't it, is it too successful? Like one time, once upon a time, Howard Stern was very successful. Was never a big fan. Uh, I had friends that were big fans of Howard Stern. But here's the deal. I just want to be open uh, with everybody. That's what it is. Sorry. Uh, if, if you've got a, if you got a stick firmly lodged in your, uh, in your butthole, go ahead and have that removed. And maybe this isn't, uh, maybe this, maybe this isn't your jam. Maybe the idea of, uh, uh of seeing, uh, boobs or a butt once a week. Like, I don't, I, <laughs> this is my personal philosophy. I would highly encourage everybody, if you're on Twitter, follow at least, uh, one porn account. Like if you, <laughs> or like porn adjacent, you got to listen. I know people who have Twitter accounts and it's just all politics, 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 politics. And you're, you're just sending yourself into a frenzy. It's all just going to be the same thing. Di you know, different opinions, freaking gloom and doom, blah, 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 blah. But if you're something that's, if you're following something that's like a little bit risque, it doesn't have to be porn. Go risque. You get that nice surprise. You're like, oh, here's how the country's going downhill the hill. Oh, this is a horrible piece of legislation. Oh, that's really bad. Oh, I can't stand what we're doing there. Ooh, hey, look. Titties. <laughs> it's just... It's like, uh, it's an amuse-bouche. It is a, uh, it's a palate cleanser to keep you sane. Follow some entertainment stuff on there, too. Good Lord, how can you be just one thing? These freaking, oh, it's gotta be just so ridiculously boring. Okay, maybe we'll come back to that. Maybe the, maybe we'll revisit the Twitter thing, so we gotta talk about the blue check. All right, so let's talk about, and uh, we'll talk about the midterms. Because that was, uh, we we have to, right? We have to. That's the only way we're going to learn. And as always, uh, there's going to be uh, two segments here. And then there's going to be uh, Patreon stuff. Patreon people get extra stuff. That's just how it is. Come on over. We'd love to have you. Okay. So this is, uh, I haven't written about this at theloftestparty.com. Although I take, I did write about one aspect of it. I did write about one aspect of it. Uh... And that is the uh, the student loan, the student loan debt cancellation that a judge just stopped because it's unconstitutional. That was just a matter of time. That was just a matter of time. So I'm sorry if you have a horrifying uh, college debt, but uh, yeah, Biden can't. He can't do that. It's it's unconstitutional. It's weird how that came out right after the midterms. All right. So. I'll start with this about the midterms about them. There's a lot of finger pointing going on right now. There's a lot of people going, Oh, it's Trump, these Trump candidates. And that seems to be, I watched it on election night. Uh, I watched coverage on, I watched MSNBC. I watched, uh, Fox news. 
I watched some Newsmax, and I also did some Real America's Voice. Real America's Voice, shout out to those guys. They're always down at the America First Warehouse because they know what's up. The America First Warehouse, just fantastic. Fantastic. Can't wait to get back in there. So here's uh, what everybody's saying on the, uh, on the, on the, the political pundits. Not everybody, but a lot of them. Oh, it's these Trump-backed candidates. Oh, it's these, these Trump-backed candidates. Just, and they're like, mm, I don't know. I don't think that's it. I really don't think that's it. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I think happened. Uh, and, and I have data that's going to back me up. So be forewarned. Be forewarned. Not only do I, do I think it was uh, Trump-backed candidates, uh, it, it's all about, and it's all about the messaging, the messaging, the messaging, the messaging. And this is, I've been saying it here for the longest time. And it's, 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 it's the reality. Conservatives, Republicans, the GOP, they, they like to talk, uh, logic you know, and, and, and factual stuff and, oh, this, that, and the other thing. And, and you're making, uh, you're trying to make a logical argument uh, in a world that only listens to emotional stuff. It is my belief. It is my belief. That was a very hoity-toity thing to say. Here's what. The more distance that we get from the Supreme Court and Roe versus Wade, I think that was the huge issue, which that dovetailed into saving democracy on the left. Because Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court, oh my gosh, then then the the Democrats and and the media and the mainstream media and you know legacy media and every they just went with the full court press of they're taking away your basic human rights. That was, that was it. They're going to take away your basic human rights and that'll be the end of democracy. That will be the end of democracy. So if you were out uh, trying to get elected in the, the United States of America and, and you were on the uh, conservative side, you better have a really good response to that. Yeah, You better have a really good response to that. Because uh, this is a sad truth, but, uh, but abortion is not a constitutionally protected right. And then you start getting into like constitution talk and everybody tunes out. Everybody tunes out. And you had, you had candidates like, um, uh, freaking Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania who it had to be horrifying if, if you're a, if you're a, a, on the left, you're like, Hey, so what about, uh, what about abortion rights? What would you do in that case? And instead of, instead of saying, I would leave, I would leave it up to the people of Pennsylvania. The people of Pennsylvania have a right and, and, a, and, a, and I dare I say a duty, uh, to, to chime in. And that's what we should do. And I respect people's decision, but you got to turn it into a positive. But instead you got Dr. Oz out there like, well, I, uh, I think it's that, uh, it's the choice between, uh, uh, the doctor and, and the mother and, uh, the, the judges and, uh, and like, once you say that, once you say politicians and judges and doctors are going to make the decision, regardless of your belief, that is just, uh, that's just more ammo for the left. And they go, look, look, look. Now we're talking about people who don't follow the news. 
young people came out in droves. Young people came out in droves. They're saying they haven't seen uh, the young vote out like this uh, in 30 years. It's been, it's been over 30 years since young people have voted in numbers like this. Now we're talking about people who, you see them on, you see, I, ha I have to laugh. I have to laugh because you see them on, on, on Waters World. And, and, you know, the, the man on the street stuff. And you used to say, Jay Leno used to do that thing, street walking, or jaywalking, rather. And they'd be like, so who won the Revolutionary War? And somebody would be like, whew, that's a, that's a good question. Okay, so that's what you're talking about. That's what you're talking about. And people, when, when, when something is presented, uh, when they have, like, negative, if you have a bad experience, a negative experience at a restaurant, you're going to tell, on average, five people. If you have a good experience, you probably won't tell anybody. You might you might tell one person. So if you go to the voters and you're like, you guys, everybody listen, they're going to take democracy away. Yeah, they're going to come start stripping your rights. It's, it's going to be bad. We have to, like, there you go. You're already in. It was always, it was very uh, uh, odd, funny, interesting, quirky, weird that the uh, that the left was like, you know, all oh, the, the conservatives are just selling fear. They're just selling fear because we were talking about, you know, crime and statistics and crime is up, you know, 32% in uh, most regions. And it is. And it is. And yeah, that is scary. But man, once you start talking about percentages, nope, you have to make an emotional argument. And the right has a hard time learning that. You've already got a messaging problem. With you only have, and, and Tucker was saying this the other night too. And I'm like, okay, great. You know, Tucker gets it. He's smart. You only have uh, a handful. You, you've got like, you got like Fox News, uh, a couple others, and then some websites. And I'm telling you, you've got Amazon streaming, Netflix streaming, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, that just like, that are reaching, that have the potential reach of millions and millions and millions of more people. And once you connect with that emotional thing, it's, uh, it's game over. So I think that the, uh, the you have to save democracy really just resonated. I think it was a single issue. I think that's what happened in Pennsylvania, that a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, you know, young male feminists and a bunch of, you know, housewives and single moms. And they just, they're like, I don't care. I, I'll suffer through in inflation. I'll suffer through us not having a job. I'll suffer through them closing down the coal mine. I probably won't get attacked. We don't even have a subway where I live. But boy, if, uh, if I get knocked up, ooh, and that was it. That was it. So those are my uh, those are my thoughts on that. You have to make a compelling emotional argument. And uh I don't know when people are going to learn. That's why I like the comedy. Cuz you can joke about it and then there's an emotion attached and people remember and they go, "Oh my god, that's right, that's right." So here we are. Uh and it's not all gloom and doom. And everybody's coming down on, uh, they're trying to make this like Trump DeSantis fight happen. I was talking about that last week. And I just like, 
Why do you want to help out? You see these freaking absolute morons, probably like the guy who didn't like the, uh, the booty picture, you know, and they're just, it's absolutely, they're just like, oh, Trump did this and all that. And they're posting this crap, you know, on Facebook groups that are supposed to be conservative. And you're like, okay, so how does that, how does that get us more votes? How does, ooh, Trump versus DeSantis. Trump said this. He's a meanie. DeSantis, mm-hmm. How does that, listen, you, uh, according to the history books, it should have been a red tsunami. It should have been a red tsunami. And it wasn't. And you're like, oh, that was Trump's fault. Yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Because Trump at least connects emotionally, you know? So... I don't want to give it, I, I really, I don't want to give it a whole lot of, uh, energy. <clears throat> and it's, it's funny. It's like when you are, uh, when you're in college, you know, it's, it's like, I think Winston Churchill said it, you know, everybody's a liberal when you're young. And so y you've just got to present like, that's why I try to remain uh, optimistic and upbeat about this stuff. Because make that connection. The, the, the GOP is always like the party of no. The party of no. We're going to... And it's always going to be framed like that. It's always going to be framed like that. You have like Biden and Pelosi and all these guys. And, they're, and they have these huge, uh, ginormous omnibus uh, bills. These huge spending packages. And like the, uh, the, inf the Inflation Act. And there's all kinds of garbage uh, tucked in there. And the Republicans just have to get better at going, oh, I, I love the idea of rebuilding bridges. I love it. Let's do that. Let's do the bridges and airports. Let's just do a clean bill. Bridges and airports. Bridges and airports. And then have that fight. Have that fight very publicly. It's all the other spending. So, uh, and then the other, the other little uh, side hustle that Biden had going on, which is, which is uh, you know, a good one, was the, uh, the, the student loan stuff. The, the college debt forgiveness, which that got shut down. Funny how that judge waited. He, he waited, uh, he waited till a couple days after. He waited a couple days after, uh, the votes had been tallied. And then he's like, Hey, I've looked at this and you can't do it. It's unconstitutional. So to all the, uh, college age kids that, who, uh, who are listening, you got, you got, you got fucked. You got, yeah. You were, you were used. <laughs> you were used. They're like, oh, you won't be able to have an abortion. Hey, that goes back to the States. It's on them. Ooh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of your college debt. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. So, and then, uh, hopefully the Republicans, uh, will hold on, uh, to having a, a slight lead in the house. They'll have the majority lead in the house, which, uh, oh my God, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about Kevin McCarthy. We got to talk about, uh, what's going on in Arizona. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta talk faster. We got to squish more in here. You guys, we got to squish more in here. That's, you know what? I'm going to add, I'm going to add that to the song. Uh, these are the things I hate. These are the things I hate. Oh, these are the things I hate. When I talk too long, commercial time, we'll be right 
back We got knots and knots and to talk about <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I'll see ya Be right back, bitches Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. We're back. I gotta move faster. Sorry, I don't want to. I don't. I just don't want to get everything squished together. So we're gonna we're gonna move quickly. I uh I, I sometimes I go too deep on stuff. Sometimes I go too deep. I gotta go slow. I gotta I gotta go not too deep on subject. Just like a little bit. Just the tip. Just the tip of the subject, and then 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 go for it a little bit. Okay, let's talk about uh, Arizona. Let's talk about Arizona. And, uh, and Kevin McCarthy. Okay, so I'm just going to say this. Uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is not... I understand what he's trying to do. I, I, I don't know if he's... Uh, I don't know if he's going to make it uh, for Speaker of the House. I really don't. Hopefully, uh, the, the Republicans will, will get the majority in the House. We still don't know. As I record this, as I record this, we don't know. Okay, so uh, Kevin McCarthy has launched a uh, commitment to America. Because many, many moons ago, uh, younglings, many, many moons ago, uh, Newt Gingrich, Newt Gingrich, the esteemed and knowledgeable Newt, did his uh, famous contract with America. Contract with America. And he's like, here's the thing. You, you give us, you give us the House and the Senate and control. And here's the, here's the things that we're going to do. It was a very, very specific list. And it, and it worked. It worked very well. Uh, Newt was able to make this, uh, so popular and so talked about that, uh, Clinton co-opted a bunch of it. So it actually worked out. Clinton was like, Hey man, if you think, uh, you know, welfare reform is this, that I'm going to, I'm going to get out in front of it. And so Bill Clinton kind of stole the issue and, and put his own spin on it. However, you got, you got change, which would, I would say would be, you know, for the better. So Kevin McCarthy, uh, is trying to do that. And he's got, uh, a website. It's at republicanleader.gov. Uh, 
forward slash commitment. This is this is uh, Kevin McCarthy's Republican commitment to America. And here are the four commitments. Here's what here's what he's saying he's for. Now buckle up. And I'm saying that sarcastically. You guys, uh, commitment number one, Kevin McCarthy wants an economy that's strong. Wow, that's edgy, guy. Oh, commitment number two, a nation that's safe. Number three, a future that's built on freedom. And number four, a government that's accountable. So those are the, those are the four things. Uh, those are the four things. And here's, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, why aren't you doing that every fucking day, guy? Why? Isn't that, isn't that like, uh, coming out of the starting blocks? Isn't that just like basic? Uh, but maybe, maybe he's re-upping his commitment to that. You know, I've, I've strayed a little bit. So listen, here, here I am. Uh, in the A block, uh, talking about people making fun of, uh, Trump and blaming Trump for the midterms. And here I am, uh, this is going after Kevin McCarthy. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to be, uh, helpful, uh, with my criticisms here. So, uh, you, you, you click, you click on, uh, uh, a government that's accountable and, uh, here you go. No administration should pick and choose which freedoms it will preserve and for whom. This represents a government totally out of touch with the values on which our country was founded. It's time we remember that all men and women are created equal and endowed with God-given rights to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then there's numbers here. 14. More than 14 whistleblowers have come forward to publicly raise concerns about the FBI's uh, politicization. Do you really want to brag 14 whistleblowers? Okay. Uh, you just got to be more specific, dude. You got to be way more specific. With a government that's accountable, uh, you got to be more specific. We are going to completely restore the FBI. We are going to, we are going to completely rebuild the FBI from the bottom up. How about that? But uh, nice try, nice try on the, on the website. I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know. Here I am. It's crazy. I think you have to be more specific in this case. All right, let's get to let's get to Arizona before I go down this uh, crazy rabbit hole. So as I record this, I'm traveling on Sunday, so I'm recording this on a Saturday. It's very very early. The uh, the Arizona, uh, it's still being, uh, tabulated. They're still counting ballots and you keep seeing these, these tantalizing little posts. Like, oh, here comes a dump for Maricopa County and Maricopa County. Those are mostly conservatives because they're same day voting and blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you right now, it's, it's going to be dubious at best. Dubious at best. We have to get rid of all these mail-in ballots. We got to stop with the ballot harvesting. Everybody, uh, you know, you look at, at Florida and, and somehow Ron DeSantis got it done. I guess you could say, oh, you've got to be, you know, you got to win the governorship and you got to get the, you know, the, the legislation pet. You do in Arizona. Uh, but if this continues on, 
it's not going to stop in Arizona. It's not going to stop in Pennsylvania. It's just going to become all these uh, election laws that they freaking shoved through and miraculously changed in some in some cases that even go to the legislature. They're just going to keep coming. Many moons ago, they figured out a way to do ballot harvesting and they could, oh, okay, this will give us Orange County in California. And it's just going to be, and it's all going to be wrapped up in the very emotional argument of we just want everybody's vote to count. We just want everyone's vote to count. What are you afraid of? Why don't you want people to vote? So you got to come back with uh, something along the lines of uh, I want your vote to count. And I want to make sure someone's not trying to steal your vote. I want to protect your vote. It's got to be a positive. It's got to be emotional. But it's a massively popular polling question. When you ask Americans, hey, do you want voter ID? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just everybody wants and it, the whole thing falls apart if we if we lose faith in the elections. It all falls apart. And to the people who uh, these are the other people that are partaking in the circular fire squad. Like they're like, though, why even voting? Don't even vote. It's their their do. Why even vote? You would be amazed at how many races come down to a handful of votes. Like these things get you're not helping. Like as if 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 you're that fired up about it being rigged, how about you encourage people to vote and you get your sarcastic little ass off the couch and away from fucking Twitter for an afternoon and try to try to get a bill uh, passed. Try to help out somebody who's doing election reform. How about that? Okay. So you're going to be amazed in the next upcoming days, and this will be published very soon in the next couple days, but um, this, this is like my prediction. This is my crystal ball. You're going to see... The shift, and I've already kind of noticed it in in the media and the coverage and the morning Joes and the MSNBCs where they're going to make try to make this whole thing a referendum about like Biden policies and people are OK with it. People are people understand that, you know, inflation is global and all this stuff. No, here's what people understand. Uh, they understand just from their emotional judgment making. They understand that if they didn't vote for a Democrat, uh, they lose the country. And they had evidence of it before their very eyes. My God, they're taking away a constitutional right, which they weren't. But that was their reality. So the media is going to quickly turn this to, uh, it's not going to be about that. It's like, oh, it's not that we tricked them into voting for us, which they did, which they did. Listen, when you, when you elect, uh, uh, Fetterman to the Senate, from Pennsylvania, it, you tricked people. When a dead dude from Pennsylvania wins in a landslide, you've, you've, you've tricked people. That's not about, you don't have a well-informed electorate. When, when you're electing dead people, the voters might not know what they're doing. They're making emotional decisions. But the media is going to spin this into, uh, you know, people understand, hey, times are tough. You know, heating oil, things are expensive. We're, we're trying to wrap our hands around it. None of this shit is is hard to figure out. I know I say this quite a bit, but you or I could go in and fix this whole thing tomorrow. We would just say, okay, so uh, how easy is it to, to drill? How easy is it for an oil company to drill? How easy is it to get fracking going? 
And there you go. You, you increase the supply, which would bring down the cost. Ha! Even I know that. Biden was hardcore, man. Like right before the election. We're going to end it. We're going to end coal mines. We're going to end coal. They're going to stop drilling for oil. Listen, listen, listen. No more drilling. And it will, it'll reach a point where, uh, I'm seriously concerned about anybody that has to buy heating oil for their house. There's a shit ton of those people on the East Coast. Somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to freeze to death. It'll happen. You just, they'll have to pick food or heating my house. And they'll go, ah, you know what? I'll, I guess I'll get food. And then they'll just freeze to death in the middle of the night. And you'll never hear about those deaths. And it all could be completely avoided. And uh, it's, it's, it's horrible. And it's horrifying. I think the fentanyl thing is horrifying. Good Lord. The left always loves it. Oh, one, one child. If one person is harmed by this, that's one child too many. Motherfuck. Have you seen how many people are dying of uh, fentanyl overdoses? They say it's like a plane crash every day. Just tons, tons, tons of people. Hundreds of thousands. But that doesn't matter. Here's what matters. Here's what matters. Uh, climate. The climate matters, everybody. And gender matters. And equity matters. The Biden administration just launched a uh, multi-million dollar climate gender equity fund to address inequalities. This is uh, hilarious. It's, yes, uh, it's the Climate Gender Equity Fund, and they're going to address inequities women face in climate finance. What the? What the fuck? What the? So, so, um, we're going under, okay, so climate change is real. Uh, it's going to kill everybody, uh, indiscriminately if we don't, if we don't do something. If we don't do something soon, everybody, uh, we're all, we're all dead. But, but I guess the women will be dead-er. It'll hurt them a little bit more. Their, uh, their, their sensitive nipples will... I don't know what happens there. Uh, so it's a multi-million dollar program. And it's going to have a global focus. And it's going to help women access the networks and technical skills they need to accelerate the development of their climate change technologies. What in the... Seriously, if... Uh, if, if a meteor is going to hit the planet in 14 years, right? Cause that's what there's, that's, I mean, that's what they're always saying. It's like climate change is coming. It's, just, it's going to happen. We're all underwater in a matter of, it's just a matter of a few years. It's just in 10 years, in 10 years. And it's always like 10 years from when they say that. Cause it was supposed to happen in 2014. It was supposed to happen in 2020. It's supposed to happen this year. It's, it's always supposed to be the end. But seriously, if a meteor, was coming for, it was going to hit the planet and wipe out all life. And you could see that meteor and here's coming. You wouldn't be like, you know what? Let's solve this problem, but let's really just give the women, let's just help out the ladies. You'd be like fucking all hands on deck. Anybody who can fucking make a rocket start building. Oh, there's a, uh, I, 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 we're, I guess we're paying for it. I guess we're paying for it somehow. So we're going to do this while uh, 
you know, while the economy is struggling and while inflation is high and while we're paying uh, the Ukraine, you know, billions and billions of dollars, we're also going to do a, uh, a multi-million dollar climate gender equity fund. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Okay, I'm, I'm moving along because that's, that's as I promised. Let's, uh, let's get into, I desperately want to talk about uh, Rings of Power. And I def- des- desperately want to talk about uh, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. But let's do this. Let's do this. Let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, Elon Musk and Twitter. And uh, and what's going on there? Oh, they're they're going to investigate uh, Elon Musk. Some some reporter was asking Biden the other day. It's like, hey, do you uh, do you consider uh, Elon Musk to be a threat to national security? And Biden was like, yeah, we're gonna we got ways of looking, we got ways of doing stuff. So Elon, I hope all your uh, taxes are in order because this is what they do. All right, so Elon Musk, who I think is a uh, 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 a genuinely good person, you know. I think when when he made Tesla, he's like, okay, people want electric cars, but why can't electric cars be fast and why can't they be luxurious and blah 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 blah. So he did that. He took a shot at uh, at Teslas. Nice cars, nice cars. I've been in a couple. I don't think I'm ever going to buy one, but yeah, I can see it. And then of course, you know, SpaceX doing great things. It's launching, doing great things. With the, with the rockets, and I think he genuinely wants to get to Mars, and I think he genuinely wants to do that to protect us as a species. Because seriously, if a meteor comes, they're going to be like, let's not help out all the scientists. Let's just help out the girl scientists. And then splat, we're all, we all go the way of the dinosaur. So I think his heart is in the right place. And I think he's a very smart guy. And he's been taking so much crap on uh, Twitter and uh, now there's going to be investigations. Uh, and now the very, very elusive blue check. Anybody can get the blue check. You just have to give, uh, you know, Twitter eight bucks a month. And, uh, and it's easy peasy lemon squeezy. And of course, people are abusing this now. You know, there's a, some guy just got verified. He said his, he said he was Jesus Christ and he got verified. And other people are saying that they're pharmaceutical companies and they're getting verified. All right. So obviously, uh, there's a little problem with the system and you're going to have to go through and you have to get rid of those accounts and all that other stuff. I, uh, I never really wanted the blue check. And, and people are asking me now, Ooh, you're going to get the blue check for the Loftus party. You're going to get the blue check. Hmm. No, I mean, maybe I should, uh, to protect myself, but like, and this is the power of propaganda right here. When I was a little kid and I read, uh, Dr. Stu, remember Dr. Seuss's, uh, the star bellied sneeches? It was these, uh, it was these big yellow birds that all lived together. And then some dude shows up out of the middle of nowhere and he's like, Oh, and he had this machine. And he would charge people and they would go through and then they'd, ooh, they'd get a little star on their chest. And then they all hung out together and they were the cool ones. And and then the other people who didn't have it, they paid him all the money. And then everybody had the star and then he sold a machine that would remove the star. That's literally what we're going through right now. Like literally with the, the verification. I think uh, there should be some protection for people who 
are going to be impersonated and you want to make sure that you are talking to the real person. I think, you know, it's for publications. Uh, it's for celebrities. It's for, uh, you know, big businesses and small businesses too. But good Lord, it's, it's like the Incredibles right now. If everybody's special, then, then no one is. So yeah, I'm not going to go uh, crazy uh, for the blue check. And hopefully, uh, Twitter can, can keep going. Like right now, I'm a little concerned about that. You know, what if Elon just says, you know what, this is more of a headache. I'll just gonna, I'm just going to eat the loss. I'm just going to eat the loss. I don't think he will. But that'll be the biggest. That'll be one of the bigger factors uh, going into 2024. Is being able to post things on social media and have it matter. You know, I'm on Parler, I'm on Truth Social, I'm on Rumble, I'm on YouTube, I'm on CloudHub, I'm on all these different platforms. But for whatever reason, Twitter's the big one right now. Twitter and Facebook, still rocking and a-rolling, still rocking and a-rolling. Oh, and I'm on the TikTok, although they say you got to get off the TikTok. I just found this out. There's two TikToks. There was a guy on the news the other day going, you know, there's two TikToks. There's the, the Chinese version, which... He's, he describes it like this, and this seems uh, probably, it, it seems like the thing that would be real. Like in China, you get on TikTok and you start scrolling through and they're like, hey, here's a cool science experiment. Hey, here's an exercise you can do at home. Hey, here's a way you can better yourself. Hey, here's a thing, right? And then the rest of the world gets TikTok where like, it took me 25 minutes to pull out this booger and look at it. It looks like Elvis. And then somebody starts dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we're getting dumb people TikTok. But God, uh, God help us. I laugh so hard sometimes. I laugh so hard. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to scooch over to Patreon. Got to talk about uh, Rings of Power. I'll give you a little sneak peek here. So many people were pissed off about what they did to Rings of Power, or to Tolkien, rather, and, and, and his work. And it looks like there was enough people, they were loud enough, and it would appear as though some real change was made. Hmm, where else would that be useful? I bet we could use something like that uh, with, with government and legislation. Get enough people together, getting loud enough, and you can make some real change. So hey, we're going to talk about the Rings of Power. We're going to talk about uh, Andor. We're going to talk a little bit uh, more God of War. And we're going to talk a little bit more political I got some Nancy Pelosi stuff. Yes, Nancy Pelosi, Paul Pelosi. Stop. Hammer time. So I'll see you over on Patreon. Ooh, one more question. Why are those pants still on? Patreon.